Chapter Twenty Three of Tom Swift and His Airship. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April Gonzalez. Tom Swift and His Airship by Victor Appleton. Chapter Twenty Three. On to the camp. Well, you sure have got a fine craft here remarked Sheriff Durkin as he looked over the airship after Tom and his friends had told of their voyage. It will be quite up to date to raid a gang of bank robbers in a flying machine, but I guess it will be the only way we can catch those fellows. Now I'll go back to town, and the first thing in the morning I'll run up my pose and start it off. The man can surround the camp and lay quiet until we arrive in the ship. Then when we descend on the heads of the scoundrels right off the sky, so to speak, my men can close in and bag them all. That's a good plan, commented Mr. Sharp. But are you sure these are the men we want? It's pretty vague, I think, but of course I clue Tom got is pretty slim. Merely the name Shagman. Well, the Shagman, went off the sheriff. And as I told your young friend, I've been trying for some time to bag the men out to summer camp. They number quite a few, and if they don't do anything worse, they run a gambling game there. I'm pretty sure if the bank robbers aren't in the vicinity. They're in that camp. Of course, all the men may not have been engaged in looting the vault. And they may not all know of it. But it won't do any harm to round up the whole bunch. After a tour of the craft, and waiting to take a little refreshment with his new friends, the sheriff left, promising to come as early on the morrow as possible. Let's go to bed, suggested Mr. Sharp, after a bit. We've got hard work ahead for us tomorrow. They were up early and in the seclusion of the little glade in the woods, Tom and Mr. Sharp went over every part of the airship. The sheriff arrived about nine o'clock, and announced that he had started off through the woods, to surround the camp twenty-five men. They'll be there at noon, Mr. Darkin said, and we'll close in when I give the signal, which will be two shots fired. I heard just before I came here that there are some new arrivals at the camp. Maybe those are the men I overheard talking in the office building, suggested Tom. They probably came to get the share. Well, we must sweep down on them before they have time to distribute the money. That's what, agreed the county official. Mr. Durkin was even more impressed by the airship in the daytime than he had been at night. He examined every part, and when the time came to start, he was almost unconcerned as any of the three travellers who had covered many hundred of miles in the air. This is certainly great, cried the sheriff, as the airship rose swiftly under the influence of the powerful gas. As the craft went higher and higher, his enthusiasm grew. He was not the least afraid, but then Sheriff Durkin was accounted a nervous individual under all circumstances. Lay here a little off to the left. The officer advised John who was at the steering wheel. The main camp is right over there. How long before we'll reach it? We can get it done in about fifteen minutes if we run at top speed, answered the lad, his hand on the switch that controlled the motor. Shall we? No use burning up the air. Besides, my men have hardly had the time to surround a camp. It's in deep woods. If I were you, I'd get you right over it. Either rise up out of the sight so they can't see you. Then when it's noon, you can't go down. I'll fire the signal and fun will commence. That is... Fun for us, but not so much for those chaps, I fancy. And the sheriff smiled grimly. The sheriff's plan was voted a good one, 
and accordingly the ship, after nearing a spot over the camp, was in a mile or two into the air, hovering as nearly as possible over one pot. Shortly before twelve, the sheriff having seen to the weapons he brought with him, gave the signal to descend. Down shot the red cloud dropping swiftly when the gas was allowed to escape from the red container, and also urged toward the earth by deflected rudder. "'Are you all ready?' cried the sheriff, looking at his watch. "'All ready,' replied Mr. Sharp. "'Then here goes,' went on the officer, drawing his revolver and firing two shots in quick succession. Two shots from the woods below answered him. Faster dropped the red cloud toward the camp of the criminals. End of chapter 23 Recording by April Gonzalez in Cavite, Philippines